How are you doing today, Danny? Great. How are you today? I'm great. All right. We have our next episode of This is Adulting. Thank you for listening, fellow adult, adultees, fellow, just fellow adults, I guess, yeah. or people trying to be adults or, you know, the fact that you are an adult or you think you're an adult and you're struggling. That's all part of adulting. Yeah. Don't and if worry you're a kid, it. get off of this. Thing. <laughs> but don't worry about it. This is what we're here to try to figure out. We're trying to figure out how to be the best possible adults we can be. And you, we're bound to make mistakes. Yeah. And we're just here to help you kind of deal through the struggles and the joys of adulting. Yep. So this is episode one. Uh, last week was our episode zero, which explained kind of half of our podcast. This is essentially the other half of our podcast, which we are going to call adulting activity, which... No, adulting adventures. Adventures. Adulting adventures. Sorry. Um, we, last week, we talked about having a guest uh, a guest interview for one of the weeks, but having guests every week might get a little, little too much. So we're going to split it and having... Daddy and I do adventures. Now, are we going to be doing adventures all the time together? Or Yes, we, I think we should. Because I think that um, taking what stuff you do as an adult, what stuff I do as yeah. an adult, um, and then letting our guests uh, give us some suggestions of different things that we can do uh, will be really fun. Because as you get to know Jack and I, you'll know that um, I, I really am a pretty boring human and I just like watching TV and uh, pretty basic stuff and Jack likes real extreme stuff. So um, it'll be fun to see what we force each other to do or what our guests uh, suggest for us. It's funny when people talk about like shows and stuff and I'm like completely out of the loop because I don't watch a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Well, I can help you change that. <laughs> We're going to spend a day watching. Well, Reality, please don't. Yes, please don't TV. be reality TV. Yeah. Oh my. We'll go back to Paradise Hotel. Oh, back the good old I'm days. I'm just gonna sub Melissa in for me because yeah. she <laughs> loves that stuff. <laughs> okay, so uh, this week, our activity event or our adulting adventure this week was um, something dear to us that I've I've always admired. We were we were gonna do a meditation workshop. Well, we did it, and it was it was awesome. It was great. Um, something that's important in, in adulting is the fact that, like, as an adult, you're going to deal with stress in your life. It's inevitable. There's nothing in your life where you can get away from a little bit of stress, even. I know that there's a lot of positive people out there that try to stay upbeat and positive, even though they're stressed in their life, which is great. But there's going to be a time where stress is going to be a huge part of your life and the proper way to deal with it, there's a lot of different methods. Right. So Danny and I, like, like, like I said, I've always admired meditation as a way to deal with stress because it's, it's been a form of like stressfully for thousands, however long, mm -hmm. um, thousands of years. And I know that it's really hard to do because you have to somehow clear your mind of everything that's on your mind. And, you know, like, what what kind of stress do you have in your life, Danny? What 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 bothers, or like, what, what stress do you have? I know you have a child that you have to take yeah, care of, a I've little human a, being. I've got a little human being. <laughs> you know, I have, I'm, I'm lucky to have a lot of different 
um, tools in my toolbox of stress management. I have a, an incredible therapist that I um, can talk to about anything. I am on some really nice uh, pills, which is great. <laughs> um, but there's still those that day-to-day stress. And so um, what you were just talking about, it is really hard. I found um, when I think about meditation, the thought of having to stop um, is, is tricky because I always want to be doing more. So how can I be an active part of my stress management when this is so much of just, just stop, just yeah. stop. <laughs> and yeah, like that's <laughs> to be able to just stop your mind. Like I've myself, the stress in my life right now is, is it's been a big, like the most of my stress has come from the last few months of my yeah, life you've had a I've had tough few months <laughs> tough few months in like small things of adulting like my house having a, f- a flood in my basement yeah. which was super stressful for both my sister and I and just being an adult owning your own house stuff like that happens um my unfortunately my relationship ended yeah. and that's again um when you work as hard as you do with your relationships and something doesn't work out, that's super stressful. Yep. Uh, and then my dad passing away, you know, that's, it's, that, that's and not, not so even, much. And not even in Canada, not in Edmonton. I no. mean, it was quite a trip. Yeah. And like, I've had to travel to Asia. I had to do it twice in two months, two or three months. And that's also stressful because it costs money. And like another stressful thing is just money, financial issues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So meditation, I've, always admired and now we, I finally took the step to go and book this workshop and then I told Danny about it I'm like Danny let's go do this yeah it was a perfect first adulting adventure yeah. um, because the hope is that with each thing that we try um, it helps us become a better well-rounded adult and so um, in this case it is it is finding another tool and it quite a different tool for myself and, th- and I think uh, Jack has interest in it but um, yeah so what other coping tools do you have Jack do you have you did have you tried meditation before that never yeah never and you know the the one thing that really appeals to me about meditation is the breathing yes which I never do often. Like my life, I feel as though I live my life like a thousand miles a minute. Yes. Or I'm like always doing f- like physical activity and all that stuff. So taking the time to just like sit and like relax and breathe. Like even when we were in that room, um, and I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. like it, I had, there was times where I had never felt that relaxed. Yeah. And it felt great. I was super excited about what can come from it but yeah like it was i was amazed on how much of a difference it makes to just breathe yeah like deep breaths like that well we could probably jump right in i think neither like neither of us have tried it before before yesterday and so um let's get into it all right um so we're going to talk about uh basically the layout that we have is how did it go we talked about um, why does this activity make you a re- well-rounded adult? Obviously, to be able to just stop our lives for a second or for 10 minutes and just relax. Um, yeah, we've never done this before. So the workshop was a two-hour workshop, It, you know, which may seem like a long time, but it went by quick. Oh, yeah. It went by really quick. Um, 
we had it at a yoga studio called Moto Yoga Studio. It was put on by actually a friend of mine that I knew from high school. He actually, Brandon Jacobs, he actually used to coach me in volleyball back in high school. Small world. It's a very small world. And I I went to school with his brother. So that's how I know Brandon. I know Taylor through Brandon. And I know Taylor's wife also through high school. Again, super small world. Such a small world. (laughs) But, um, and then Heather, uh, Gaisley, is it? Or, yeah. I don't know how to say Heather's last name, but um, yeah, those, our instructors were awesome. Yes. Um, they were explaining basically the kind of like the hows and whys of meditation. Uh, they, they are two people that, have, that study it often and with yoga and stuff like that. It's something that basically is part of their lives now. And that came through. I think that it was really interesting to listen to them because it felt authentic. It wasn't just, okay, this is a course I'm putting on. Um, I think they were very thoughtful about like the beginner level um so it wasn't here's exactly how you have to sit here's exactly how you have to think it was um it ended up being a couple different types which we'll get to but um how was your uh positioning like were you able to sit comfortably were you able to find a comfortable sitting position yeah. Oh, yeah. So they. So I think Jack. Jack maybe is confusing everyone right now. But they. They. They had asked us to find a place to sit. Um, you could sit against the wall. You could sit on one of the bolsters. Um, but find a place for your legs and your chest and everything to be comfortable. And um, so I sat on a bolster, which I've done before. Um, I've done like back yoga, and um, so so I found it pretty comfortable. How about you? Uh, I struggled a bit for a bit because I've got bad knees and old man legs and stuff so like i sat on a block and i put a bolster on top of it oh no and like it it i finally got to a point where I, like it was hard on my knees for a bit but like the thing is you have to find the most comfortable position so that you don't have any kind of pain so that that pain doesn't like take over your thoughts while right. you're trying to meditate so i just kind of like finally found a position but then my toes started like losing feeling. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, as long as I don't feel them, it's not a problem. But I think I'm going to work on like finding a better position. Right. Um, I know laying down was one of them too, but I was like, ah. Uh, I know. I, I would I have liked like to, la- I would have liked to lay down, but I think nobody else was. And the, <laughs> when they were doing like the saddle where you sit on a bolster, yeah. like it's a h- horse. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think anyone really tried that one either. But no. that comes, I guess, when you're at home by yourself and ready yeah. to try it. Yeah. So that was good. Um, so yeah, the first, uh, we went, th- we went through a series of exercises of different kinds of meditation. Um, after they talked about, you know, positioning and just like the basics of meditation. Uh, the first one was like the non-guided meditation Yeah. where it was just like silence, silence and just basically just try to like clear your mind yourself without any kind of guidance. That was kind of hard for me. That was really hard. Um, because they didn't really give you any, they didn't tell you what to do. They were just like, all right, everyone find your position and we're going to just sit in silence for like seven yeah. minutes. I think I, it was three, but it did it feel three? like it felt like it was <laughs> 25 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean. Did you find that your brain was wandering or were you constantly trying to pull your brain back, your thoughts back? So I was like, okay, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And yeah. then I'd start to wander. I'd say, I'd think, oh, I have to remember this for the podcast tomorrow. I need to remember this <laughs> for the podcast tomorrow. And then I'd say, no, 
go back to breathing, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And then I would wander again. How about you? The, I was trying to focus on my breathing. Um, but there were a lot of thoughts in my head that, and which is what I was exactly worried about is I was thinking about, yeah, I was thinking about the podcast. I was thinking about who was listening to this and, and like how I'm supposed to like make it sound very appealing, but I'm, I'm just like so many thoughts racing to my head. Right. Eventually, as I focused more on my breathing, it, it helped me just kind of like get away from all my other thoughts because I was trying to count on my breathing and just like, so, but the first, the first like non-guide meditation, I was struggling to just like do anything because like I said, I have so many thoughts that consume my head. And I think that that's what they said at the end of it is that um, non or self-guided meditation can be really tricky for newbies um, because we have we haven't learned the skills to be able to stop and yeah. and stop thinking. So it makes sense that both of us struggled. Yeah. Um, the second exercise was the kind of short guided meditation. So now at this point, um, was it Brandon or was it Heather? Like they were kind of guiding us through what we were trying to I like. I think it was Heather. Do. Yeah, so we did the same kind of thing. Heather was kind of like helping us along, but the dryer, the dryer mm-hmm. with like the dryer balls in it, like it was silent, but all you heard was this dryer rotating this, these dryer balls. Yeah. And I think that's what everyone was focusing on. Enough. I was focusing yeah, on it. Yeah, loud enough that it sounded like it was shoes in there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can someone turn off that dryer? I'm trying yeah. to focus here. Well, that was my one of my favorite parts was after how Heather was explaining yeah. how she tunes out those like external sounds was so incredible of what can she hear in the room and then what can she hear closer and closer until it's just her own breathing i'm like that's amazing that would be the goal it would almost work better that those were there because they could ref they were able to reference the fact that like even like you're not going to get a silent room even in your workplace and stuff like that or whenever you're trying to do meditation you need to be able to just like zone that stuff out right because I'm pretty sure everyone in the class was focusing on that dryer with the dryer balls going, kathunk, kathunk. Right. Well, and, and like they said, not only was everyone focused on that, but then everyone was focused on, is everybody else focused on the dryer? <laughs> Am I the only one who can't tune it out? And so, yeah, another yeah. good lesson. Yeah. So that guided meditation helped me because there was a lot of like stuff that sh- she made us focus on like the breathing and stuff like that. Focusing on the breathing was something that I needed throughout that whole thing to help me without trying to think about all those other things. Mm -hmm. So that, that helped. And then, um, yeah, the, the next one was the candle meditation. How did you feel about that? Meditation. I was, it made me so tired. Yeah. To explain, sorry, just explain a bit. Basically Heather had us light a candle, like a small tea candle and put it in front of us in view of how our position, like our, what do they call it? The upright and, um, I can't remember the seated position that they had, but we had to sit in our position and be able to see this candle and she would give us guided steps on how to focus on the candle. Mm-hmm. So was it, uh, it was hard for you? Yeah, I focusing on just the flame, I, I really struggled. My eyes were getting really heavy. Yeah. Um, I wanted to close my eyes quite a bit. I I was intensely gazing at this thing. Like, I, I, I enjoy looking at fire in general. Like, when I go camping, 
I can sit and stare at a fire for hours. I know that Danny doesn't like fires. No, I don't like fire. I had to light her candle for her because she couldn't light it. Well, not only can I not light it, but it's also my go-to never have I ever, never have I ever lit a candle or a match. And so just out of principle, I couldn't light it because then what, what am I doing here? (laughs) because <laughs> you because of your fear of fire well partly my fear of fire but partly because it's a very good never have i ever that's not a good never have I ever. <laughs> it makes everyone drink it does i guess because <laughs> everyone's had to light a candle yeah except me <laughs> i don't know um but yeah like i can stare at a campfire for hours just stare at it i love fire like we said in our other podcast but um i Scared of getting burned alive. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna so stop these, there. So these were tea light candles, so yeah. that wasn't that wasn't a concern unless I don't know they all came together somehow yeah. and and you weren't conscious. I don't know, but burning alive was not I, a worry <laughs> in our meditation class yesterday. No. Anyways, I was gazing at this this little candle, and she was explaining like looking at certain colors of the flames, the shadows of the flames, and everything like that. And I was focused completely on that candle and everything that was going on. I was listening to her and looking for what she was telling us to look for and it it was very relaxing. Did you did you feel warmth when she was talking about feeling the heat? Um not really. Yeah. The, I I felt that, like I was warm that whole time. Yeah. Like I felt this constant warmth the whole time in this room because it was warm in the room. Um but I could see I could see that as if we would have gotten deeper, I mean, each of these was only, I think she said that one was seven minutes that we did, yeah. which that was crazy to me. It felt like it was a, like one minute long. When she said seven minutes, I was like, holy, like that went by so fast. Yeah. Um, but I bet, I bet that one you could eventually get there and feeling like, even though the flame's so little, like yeah. feeling that. The heat off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was good. I, I enjoyed that one, but um, th- there was parts of it of that meditation where I didn't like having my eyes open during the meditation. Yes, I agree. um, Because the guided one beforehand, it was nice to focus on my breathing with my eyes closed. Um, The thing that I love about having my eyes closed is that after all that breathing and you take those last deep breaths and you open your eyes slowly, it's like relieving. Right. It felt, it feels good to just open your eyes slowly and just be like, wow. Yeah. And I know we're only halfway through all of the different types that we tried, but I think it's important um, that if you're thinking of not you being Jack, but you, the listener, um, there's so many different types of meditation that we learned about. And so even just in the first three, some people really enjoyed um, the first or the second or the third. And so um, as we get further along, I think there's probably one that Jack and I both enjoyed the most. And... um, He's looking at his list. It's the movement one. Did you enjoy that one? The well, that was the next one that we did. No, and you're forgetting the one about the the um, parasympathetic and the sympathetic oh, yeah, nervous yeah. system, which is the one I hated. You didn't like that one. What no. did we do for that one again? That was a. How can you forget? Okay, so we get into a meditation, and I noticed right away that Brandon is standing by the light. Oh yes, yes. So sorry. first we have a conversation. <laughs> Heather explains to us about your para, after. parasympathetic and your sympathetic nervous system, and how I think it's your sympathetic nervous system has your fight and fl- fight flight yeah. and freeze. Uh, Looking around the table, anyone? Anyone? I okay. I think I. Yes, and then the next one is your um, p- para 
Oh, crap. I can't remember now. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. So one of them does fight, flight, and freeze, and the other one does digest and, and rest. Yeah. Rest and digest. Um, and so we were talking about um, how meditation can help you kind of bring some of those levels down of your fight, fight, and freeze. And so anyways, something that you should know about me is that I'm always in a state of panic. My amygdala is like always firing. I'm always thinking like who in this room would murder me and what would I do if a murderer came in? Um, you know, it's been at different levels and different, um, when I had first had Arlie, I couldn't go to movie theaters. I couldn't be in gas stations because mm, it was, yeah, yeah. but again, I'll go back to, I'll reference those pills that I talked about, the lovely pills that keep me like running pretty normal. Anyways, right away, I noticed that Brandon was not moving from the, <laughs> from the light. And so I thought, oh, that's really weird. Why is he back here? Why is he back here? What's going to happen? But I could not prepare myself for what actually happened. <laughs> so we're in the middle of this deep meditation, guided meditation from Heather and Jack, why don't you tell them what happened? <laughs> so, yeah, everyone's like, it's nice and quiet. Everyone's calming. And then Brandon sets off an air horn. He sets an, <laughs> off an air horn. <laughs> I almost died. I was right next to him, first yeah. of all, right next to the him. The whole room. The whole room the whole jumps. Room. So then um, in the guided meditation, Heather says, don't worry, there will not be another air horn. There will not be another air horn. And so they're trying to get you to realize, like, now you can bring your, like, um, the systems back down and relax. I could not relax. So although I could get my breathing down, my brain, like, I opened my eyes half the time. Anytime I heard Brandon, like, moving, I was like, is he going to get up and do this again? And I didn't believe her that it wasn't going to happen again. And in fact, the rest of the class was a little bit, I felt a little bit like on edge anytime I saw one of them move. Yeah. I was like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Um, so I was, uh, I, I didn't jump. I, I was a little startled, but I was able to calm myself again and then just like, you know, um, get back into the meditation. And when she said, oh, there won't be another air horn. I was like, it just might be my trusting but yeah. I, I'm way too trusting or something but I was like yeah okay that's fine and if there is you know it's not a big deal oh see and I was the opposite I was like I'll never let you fool <laughs> me again I will be prepared so now now my poor amygdala is now also watching for air horns at all times making sure that I can't be tricked again by mm. an air horn so that you couldn't get back into that not in my brain yeah. right like my I could I could settle my breathing but my brain the whole time was just like spinning like Okay, are they going to do something else? Are they going to do something later in the in the like whole session? It was yeah. When sad. when Heather was talking, a thought occurred to me when Heather was talking about like the fight or flight, and she used a bear as an example. Like if a bear were to run into this room, you know, everyone's got their fight, flight, or freeze, and I'm like, crap, I'm one of those guys that would fight. Yeah, you I'd actually fight. try this fight, this bear. And I oh, and I'd be a flight. I'd be like, where's the closest window? I'm pushing whoever I need to into this bear. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm like, guys, hold my beer. I'm going to fight this bear. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm dead. <laughs> That's why we're a good team. Yes. Jack, go fight that bear. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. So, yeah, but the air horn one was, <laughs> I, I liked it because I was like, oh, man, I was like, my heart was racing. But then I was able to like calm it down again, which I, I and, and this is just it. This is the kind of thing that goes through my everyday life where I'm the things that trigger my stress and trigger my heart rate to go up. I need to be able to calm that stuff down. And that's why I was like excited for the fact that that happened. Yeah. 
because I was close to that air horn too. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Yeah, but not as happened. close no. as me. No. Danny was literally right beside the air horn. <laughs> so it's I'm excited for the fact that I can actually do that yes. and take that into the into my the world. Point was, the point was made for sure that that through this you could re-relax yourself, which was awesome. Yeah. But. So I had them mixed up. The next one was the moving meditation. Yes. Yes. How did you like that? I love that one. Yeah. So we... Um, why don't you explain it? Because I... I didn't really like that one. Oh, I thought you would. Okay. So I, the reason I liked it, it it was, again, a guided meditation. We were standing up and Heather guided us through some movements of um, something like in our hands and talking a lot about energy and feeling energy. It's um, our chi. Yeah. yeah. And so the first one was about like lifting your hands and then pushing down the energy, but it was slow and purposeful. Um, and the other one was kind of having a holding a ball of energy and then moving your hands further apart or closer together and talking about, um, you know, how you're shifting that energy. Yeah. And um, at the beginning of this episode, when I was talking about stopping, what I liked about that one is that, again, I felt like an active part of my meditation. I felt like I could actually feel myself doing something. And um, and that was helpful for me. Okay. Actually, it's not that I didn't, like it it was just i was i struggled with it a bit because just standing i f- like on i have bad ankles and <laughs> bad stuff. so standing in one position for a long period of time sometimes is uncomfortable right and the whole time while you're closing your eyes and you're trying and she's putting us through these movements of like kind of like waving around i was like trying to find myself bouncing more right and focusing on that rather than trying to just like focus on my breathing and stuff like that and my chi so that was hard for me. It's, I struggled a little bit with it because of the fact that I was f- so focused on the pain that was coming from trying Aww. to just stay balanced. But, I mean, like I said, like all this meditation isn't for everybody. There's different forms yeah. and stuff like that. So That one I definitely would <clears throat> say would be a harder <clears throat> one to do on my own. I think I think it was the environment that we were in that made it like it was a very relaxing room. Yeah. It was a relaxing space. I had just come out of my stress um, meditation with the air horn. And so I really needed to relax. And so I think that that one would be a harder one to do alone. Um, because I wouldn't be able to get that same feeling of like, Oh, the energy over here and the energy over here. Um, but I really enjoyed it in the class. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, the next one was, uh, the chocolate meditation. Oh yeah. Um, so Brandon talked about or Heather talked about basically being able to do different things in your life through meditation and just enjoying everything a little bit better. And like the awareness, bringing awareness to what you're doing. Yeah. And um, so the example was she basically, Brandon went around the room and gave everyone a Hershey kiss. Yeah. Right. And (laughs) so we went through our meditation. You basically unwrapped the chocolate you felt it through your fingers i'm like this is gonna melt it was melting I was like, <laughs> and then everyone's just anxious to get it into their mouths so eventually we got into our mouths and a lot of first people's instincts were just like i'm gonna bite this thing and i'm just gonna like you know just eat it but i mean the point of it was to just slowly like enjoy it and through meditation kind of thing so we went through like a lot of the different like guided steps of what to do with this chocolate and i i enjoyed this one because my f- initial reaction when i have a hershey kiss is yeah throw it in my in. mouth 
start chewing it right away and then just like swallow it. Right. So I never really enjoy them because right. like, I don't have the patience. We do it mind- mindlessly. <laughs> and also because like if I have one Hershey's Kiss, I usually have more in my hand somewhere else. Yeah. So I'm just going to be like pop, 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 pop. Yeah. And I enjoy it like that. Did you find it overwhelming? I I was almost like, I don't even like this chocolate. It was too much chocolate. Really? Yes. I I liked the fact that like I was enjoying it more because I was sucking on it more and just like it was melting more in my mouth because like I said, I don't usually do that. Yeah. I enjoyed it more because I got to taste it more and yeah. going through the steps. Yeah. I, I didn't. And know. so I was like, this should be my strategy. I should, every time I go buy a chocolate bar, I should take like one <laughs> bite and let it melt and remember how like overwhelming it was like I was I felt so much full of sugar and my mouth was just like over salivating I didn't lo- I didn't like it wow that's interesting yeah that might be a good that's a good I know thing, that's I guess. a good thing yeah. I just but have to that means I have to stop and savor chocolate so that I don't eat so much, <laughs> so much chocolate yeah because you like we were I was able to make that one piece like enjoyable and I didn't, oh, well, I didn't really want any more. Yeah. I just enjoyed that one piece. Yeah. So that's strange to me because I love chocolate. Yeah. I'll eat it in drones. Like I'll just like mow down on it. Well, and it, I think that the bigger point of eating meals like that and being thoughtful um, about the food that we're putting in our mouth, not from a diet place, but from a like sitting and taking the time to enjoy a bite of, of dinner instead of just throwing into your mouth whatever you can on your drive to your next yeah. appointment. Um, I'm definitely <laughs> guilty of that. And I, it's something that I notice even having our son and, and, you know, being like, okay, here's your meal from this place to this place. You know, we, we really, as a family need to make sure that we're sitting down and eating and, and enjoying our food. Yeah. I think, and it, same goes for just like people enjoying a cup of coffee, Yeah, you know, they drink three or four cups a day because they're not, they're not, sitting down and actually enjoying it they're just chugging it down because they have to because they don't have the time right right so that's something that's that's interesting interesting to me because i do the same thing with food right i just mount on my food because i don't think i have the time but if you just take the time to enjoy it more you know you might not eat so much right right so yeah it was good i, I enjoyed that i was it's a, it was a good reminder yeah i was surprising how much i can enjoy just one piece of chocolate right <laughs> Um, the next one was the, the partner the meditation. Final one. Uh, was it the final one? Well, the final one was just basically a, a small rundown right. and, but the, the partner meditation was, I know Danny's excited. For I'm this excited one. for this yeah. one. So <clears throat> they partners, partnered everyone up in the room. Um, naturally I picked Danny cause she was right next to me and we were there together <laughs> and they had us basically reach out and not touch hands, but have our hands close to each other. Um, got to a point with through our meditation and we raised our hands and they were close. We touched our, our hands a couple times. Because Jack's because hands were like vertical. My it was not my fault. Wrists are not very flexible. Right? Yeah. So, so it was like <laughs> my hands were... Hor- is, no, your hands, no, were, my vertical. hands were vertical. My hands are almost horizo- horizontal. Almost horizontal. <laughs> and so anytime I moved slightly, I was ramming into Jack's fingers. But... But one of the things that they asked us to do was to think of um, good, like joyous memories, happy memories, um, and send that energy to our partner. Heather told us to think of the happiest thought, like your happiest right. th- moment in your life. Yes. I, I, I struggled to do that. 
Yeah, there was it a lot. It took me a while to think about the happiest moment of my life. Right. And we were supposed to send this to the other person through like our energy. Right. It was really quick, actually. You're right. It was very. It was a really quick like turnaround. It was like think of your happiest thought and send it. And yeah. and so yeah, it's not a ton or not a ton of time to be thoughtful of that. And after we were supposed to talk about with your partner about what, but we decided to save it. Yeah, to see for right now. What our feedback was. Because I want to know it. What Jack was thinking. <laughs> I want to know if he picked up what I was sending to him, and I want to know. If I picked up what he was sending to me. So I went first. I had to think of my happiest moment in my life. And I sent that energy over to Jack. I was. And so what what was going through my mind at the time was I'm, I was trying to think of. I was doing more thinking of than really feeling. And we should we should say this this exercise wasn't about mind reading, and yet no. that's how we're treating it because we're yeah. friends. And so I was like, I bet he's thinking about what I'm sending him, <laughs> when really it was just about energy. So I think yeah. for most people in the room, it meant pass your joy over, and maybe you feel like some warmth and happiness. Yeah, because um, there was a lot of people that in the room that didn't know each other, so they were partnered together and they had no idea who the other person was. Yeah. Um, so what did you think? When I sent you my happiest moments. I was thinking of the the time that Arlie was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I can just, just imagining the happiness on your face when you popped out our baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, everyone, joke from podcast one, from podcast zero and from life. Um, it, it's too much. And I'm sorry, mom, that Jack made the joke again. <laughs> Tim is the father of Arlie. Tim everyone. is the father Tim of Arlie. But Arlie is so great that I wish I was his dad. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so that's, I imagined the happiness and joy that Arlie, cause I do hear about the day that, you know, when people have their, their child and they're holding their newborn child in their arms. Mm-hmm. I just think about that kind of joy that people have with that. And that's, I've, because Arlie's their only child, I felt that that was like Danny's proudest shining moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was right. Yeah, I was. I thought about that. I thought about my wedding day. Uh, I figured your wedding day would be number two. Yeah. 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 T- but, but you were thinking happy thoughts. I was right? thinking happy thoughts. Yeah. Lots of like sports, soccer stuff. Yeah. But but definitely Arlie. <laughs> the the moment that I got Arlie and every all the labor was done and then I got my baby. Yeah. I cried my eyes out. I was I couldn't Happy stop crying. Tears. Oh. <laughs> For you. Now, okay, what do you think it was? Well, I saw I saw a lot of okay, I have this picture of you in my head and it's like when you're like doing this and you're so excited. I know this is a <laughs> podcast, but Jack has this like pose where he looks like he's screaming with happiness. Um, that is just like a classic. We'll have to put it up. We'll put yeah. one of those pictures up. Um, but I was thinking about that. You played handball, right? Yep. And you went to nationals with handball? Yep. Um, I was thinking about that and dodgeball. I was thinking about your trip back to visit your dad before um, before he passed away. You had gone out to visit with him. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff with Melissa. Like I just was thinking about like family and things that you've experienced, but obviously you're you're not looking too impressed. So um, what did you think about? You know, and like I said, when Heather was like, search for your happiest moment. And with was it the moment our hands touched in that? <laughs> obviously. <laughs> with uh, with all that's been happening with me, I was trying to think of like 
when I've been the happiest and it's like, was it in a past relationship? Was it when I was with my family? Um, was it any sports related stuff? And like, I, I was struggling because I was like, well, I, I'm happy doing all those things, but like the happiest when I felt like my warmest, happiest moment was actually when I was in Hawaii and Melissa and I had just done this like crazy hike up this volcano. It was the view that I had at the top of this volcano that I was like the achievement as well as like the amazing view, the warmth I felt of that day. And for some reason now, I just want to use that as my go-to yeah. for like when I'm thinking of meditation and stuff like that, when I need to go to a go-to place. That was what I thought of. Oh, well, and I didn't even know that story. So I, I, I couldn't have read your mind. And and that's just it. Like, it's just like, even though like, you know, I, I've i gone through a lot of, like, like I said, I have a lot of happy moments through my relationships and my family and like my sporting events. But like, for some reason, this came to mind when I was like, when, when was I ever the happiest mm -hmm. you know and for some reason that moment came into me and it's probably because it signified like just like how free i was at that time just to be able to like be up there and just look upon like the world in right. in its like entirety and that that was and that was like years ago and like to be able to feel free now is a good thing but you know it's it's all about the life that you live and how happy you make yourself in your life. But that's a good memory though, to have to go back to, because it's such a, you know, when you're talking about that, I can think about hikes that I did in Greece and yeah. the same thing. I can vividly remember the exactly what it looks like when we made it to the top of the mountain and, and we're looking out. And, and so I think that that's an incredible memory to have because as much as my memory of Arlie, um, being born is incredible, it's, yeah. it's still a tangible, like it's also a really painful time. Um, <laughs> like physically it was a painful time. Um, and, and I don't have a lot of great memories around that time, um, because of the other stuff that had happened after Arlie was born. But, but I think that that's a, yeah, a really good example of something to, that you can kind of keep in your head and it's just so like pure happiness. Yeah. And like I said, like we were kind of rushed into trying to figure out mm -hmm. what our happiest moment was, but like I thought hard and I thought long and that was what came out of it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I can think of a ton of times where I was happy, but the warmest I felt to send that energy was that yeah. moment. Nice. So yeah, that was, and that. And it was, it was a weird, um, I had mentioned this in the session, but when Jack and I had our hands up near each other, there was times where, cause your eyes are closed. I kind of felt like I was going to fall back a bit yeah. and it honestly felt like Jack's hands were like wrapping around mine and I was like being held steady. Like it was very bizarre. I know. And I felt like I was talking about how like my fingers were tingling. Yeah. Like that was a weird, and, and it could have just been like the fact that we were holding our hands up for a little while, but like, right. It was like individual fingers were twitching. Yeah. We it were was, worried we were falling in love. Weird. <laughs> like in a movie. Is this love? <laughs> Is this what love feels like? <laughs> Sorry, um, husband. <laughs> but yeah, like the, the finger thing was like, I was like, is something's, it, it felt weird. Right. It was something new that I've never felt before. And that I was, was me like, sending yeah. you my childbirth energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know how they compare like childbirth to getting kicked in the nuts. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, please. That, please. <laughs> is that, that, I'm sure that's not a thing. But then again, you guys don't know what it's like to be kicked in the nuts. 
it, it sucks. I, I'm, I'm we're gonna save. We're gonna save this conversation <laughs> for when I have childbirth experts on with me to talk about how. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever had a two and a half year physical <laughs> struggle after being kicked in the nuts, Jack? Or no, well, then I think I've got quick. a little bit of a worse situation. Have you seen those videos where people have like, like guy, they put guys yeah. like in the yeah? I'm sure. Please, no one suggests this. Please, no one suggests Please. this as an activity that we do. Yes, we're gonna do that, and then we're gonna make Jack watch Arlie for a whole weekend, and yeah. And we're also gonna get tattoos together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, we're for getting other, too for far. Other, anyways, that's for other episodes. Um, and then basically, we just had one final meditation where they just guide us kind of through our breathing and stuff like that. And that was the workshop. It went by really quick, yeah. I thought. Um, but I, it it was great. It was great. I had an amazing experience. Um, and I'm I look forward to bringing that into like future things, which is our next um, uh, section that we're going to talk right. about. Is what. What from this would you bring into your real your real life? What kind of pieces will you pick up? Essentially, it's going to be the breathing. Yeah. The breathing is the most important thing because, I mean, I can't just sit down and get into my, my like, upright pose anywhere, mm-hmm. right? But if I'm sitting in my truck and, like I said, or like Heather mentioned, when someone, if someone cuts you off and you feel that, like, heart racing and rage and... You know, breathing will help that. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone does that and you're all of a sudden you're just like, okay, that was a dick move, but you know what? Nothing happened. Yeah. And, you know, it's the breathing that I'm excited to take into all of my stressful situations. Oh, you know, we forgot to say one of the things in the last meditation that they talked about was the when you breathe in and out doing an affirmation. So like an I am statement. I thought that was a really good one. But I was going to say for breathing, I once learned from a doctor that you should smell in like you're smelling a rose and blow it like you're blowing out a candle. And Mm, I, that visual has been so helpful for me when I am trying to relax of smelling a rose and blowing out a candle, smell a rose, blow out a candle. Like it's just so simple. Um, but sometimes you're uh, like before that, I'd always be so focused on like, okay, do I have enough air in my ribs now? And can I hold it? And can I let it go? Um, but having that smaller one is just a very quick reminder to me of how to just get my breath back on track when I've kind of gone off track. So that's that's good. Yeah. I probably wouldn't use a rose. I'd probably use a rose out of like, you know, those smelling felts. Oh, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Sketch Markers. I would I, smell those for hours. Nice. <laughs> okay. Probably not a good thing for me, but okay. you know. Smell this pen and <laughs> now pen blow out and this blow candle. candle. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the breathing part for me is the most important thing. And you know what I'm going to do is I do want to, I think I'm going to, start waking up 10 minutes earlier, set my alarm clock 10 minutes earlier and start meditating in the morning Yeah, and maybe 10 minutes before I go to bed. Yeah, that would um, be awesome. Because I, I enjoyed the meditation that we did. It was, it was a great experience for me and I want to do it more. Right. Um, well, they said um, if your mind is, you know, something that's always with you and your greatest tool, um, you know, we, we put such care into other parts of our body I mean or we don't but we we try to take care of other things and so why don't we also give our brain a break and take care of it the way we would other parts and so 
um, it's funny because right now I'm thinking like, well, when would I ever have time to stop and do nothing? And it's like, no, but that's exactly why it's so important to stop. Um, even if it is just 10 minutes a day, like I deserve that. My brain deserves that. Like my, my sympathetic and parasympathetic nerve system deserve that. Yeah, so absolutely. So that's, uh, and yourself, what, uh, what are you going to take into your, well, your I think life? what I was just saying, I think I just need to stop, um, <clears throat> more times. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I, I recently took, um, half day Fridays and I love it, but what I have done is just fill up my half days without work. Um, I fill it with other things. And so this Friday, I, I, I mean, it was snowing. I drove to Sherwood Park. Numerous for times. Numerous <laughs> times. This is my fifth time dri- driving to Sherwood Park this weekend. But on my half day Friday, I actually ended up taking the full day because I had to drive out to Sherwood Park. Then I came back. I had a shower. I, I shoveled. I went and picked up my son. We went to go see a concert. We drove back. And it was just like this. I'm so bit like, I you don't realize want- Sherwood Park is only like 10 minutes away from the city. No, no, but from where I live, from <laughs> where I true, live, yes. and two trips, and um, and so in all of that, I it would have been very nice to take the time for just me, yeah, um, instead of packing it full of something else. Do you think that you know, with like with my with my lifestyle, I I don't I don't have a lot of stuff tying me down. <laughs> So I feel as though I can make more time. Are you? Do you feel you're going to be able? Str- you're going to be struggling with trying to find more time for yourself. No, I think that when stuff? I find time, I often fill it, and so it would just be about the struggle will be making sure I do it, um, because it's very easy to go into like, uh, oh, I have to, I have to be busy at all times. I have to be busy at all yeah. times. I think that's my biggest struggle. Right, that's good. Yeah, I'm, I hope I hope that works out for you. Yeah, we'll have to do some more. We'll have to put links up to. Um, well, did you find it on Brandon's Facebook or how did you find this? on his meditation course? Yeah, yeah, because uh, I follow Brandon on Facebook, um, and it just it was a course that popped up. And I was like, oh, a meditation workshop. Yeah, we'll have Perfect. to post it. I know that people have been asking me. Um, about about getting into it and and we're interested in hearing how things went and and signing up for things in the future so we'll definitely post that on our instagram and our facebook yeah i I mean i was looking for um a meditation course like to take like through like you know other places like but the fact that i know brandon i figured this would have been the best way and i felt very comfortable in the room as well because not only because of that but it, for some reason, I just felt more comfortable. I think it's because you were there, Danny. Oh, that's very <laughs> kind of you. But yeah. I, I would say that even if I wasn't there, um, it was a small group. There wasn't yeah. a lot of um, forced sharing. Like if you are somebody who doesn't love trying new things because there's a worry of like having to network or even the partner activity, like we did not touch. Um, that's always something that I hate when I'm doing something and I have to like be a partner in, in like a workout, I even said to Jack, like, what if my hands are sweaty? Like, I don't want you to touch my hands. Um, and so, so it was very individual, which I think is a lot of people, uh, like, yeah. Um, I, I might look for like an app to help me meditate because mm-hmm. I know that they're, they were mentioning that there was a lot of people or there's a lot of apps out there to kind yep. of help you with meditation and stuff like that. Um, so I might look for something like that, but, um, I think just, like I said, just the breathing mm-hmm. is a huge step for me to just kind of like 
help clear everything up, you know? So, yeah, we'll see. I know there's a lot of different things to do, but that's going to be step one is just trying to, like, work on it myself and see how I do it. And if I want to look further into it, I'll do that. Yeah. One step closer to being a well-rounded adult. Yeah. So this was our activity adventure for this week. If you guys have things that you want us to try or use us as a guinea pig where it's like if there's something that you've always wanted to try but you want to send us on an adventure, by all means, use our Facebook, our Instagram. We have Twitter now, which, again, I don't use Twitter, so I don't know anything about Twitter. We're doing our best. We're trying. Yeah. But you can reach out to us at a lot of the social media stuff, and we want want to hear a lot of ideas that – we've never done because there's a lot of things that both Danny and I have never done. And we plan on creating a list. Um, we already have a list started. All it has right now is meditation, um, session, but, um, we would like to compile a list of all the things that people have suggested. And so that it is an adulting list that anyone can take. And, um, I said adulting. You did. Adulting. Adulting. I cannot say that word. Why did we name our podcast this? But this you, adult, you can, named our I know, podcast. I know. I, this is adult. This is adulting. <laughs> um, an adulting list uh, for people to pick up and and um, you know pull things off of it that they want to try as well. Yeah. So you know, reach out to us, and we'll try to get back. We'll try to get back to everyone. But we have a list compiled, and we'll add to that list, and hopefully, be able to get to everyone's things because there's a million one things for us to do out there and we're excited to try i'm very nervous to try most of it very excited to try (laughs) everything jack especially and if you really want to reach out to us um you can our our instagram is this dot is dot adulting yes on instagram and on facebook just look up this is adulting on facebook and you'll find us there our twitter it's it's an odd one. You have to put is underscore adulting, but if you search this as adulting, it will eventually come up. On Twitter? Yeah. You've got to just find the symbol that has a person <laughs> kicking another person into uh, shark and bear-filled water because to us, that's what adulting is that like. That is adulting. Adulting is cutthroat. Yes. You're fending off. You're fending for yourself. Yes. But we're here to help you do that, I guess. Okay. We're still working on our sign-off, but guys, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode.